Welcome to Better Life, Better Business. This is your go-to podcast for answers about how you can grow your business, double your productivity and time off, and work smarter, not harder. Brought to you by local business coaching expert, Balance Six in Walnut Creek, California. In each 10-minute episode, our business and Brian Tracy certified time management coach, Christoph Nauer, answers your questions on how you can double your productivity, profits, and time off. Join us each week for answers to your questions on how to best harness the power of time management strategies and systems to grow your business. And now, here is our host, Miley Comer, with the questions and our expert with the answers, Christoph Nauer. Hi, I'm Miley Comer, and welcome to the time when you get to learn a lot more about how you can be more productive in your business with our resident expert, Christoph Nauer. He is an amazing business coach, and I know he has such great information to share with you today. He gave uh, me the topic. It says, the connection between productivity and happiness so welcome, Christoph, and I'm really curious about this topic. What is the connection between productivity and happiness? Well, I'm glad you asked, Miley. Um, when I uh, was preparing for this and I came up with this title, I was um, surprised myself. You know, I was like, really? You know, there's got to be a connection here because otherwise, you know, the, the reading I'd done wouldn't have, uh, add up. So... Um, so basically, I looked at what is a possible definition of optimism. So how people define optimism. So generally speaking, I see people who are optimistic as positive, as constructive. Uh, they have an approach to life that is usually upbeat and, and happy and content. Uh, most of the time, they are full of energy and they, they could go on forever. So that's kind of like in a nutshell how I see an optimist. Yeah, I just, I think of optimist as someone who believes the, you know, in the best, in the best in people, in the best in life, uh, they have that positive outlook, and they think in possibilities, right? They look at the possibilities versus the negatives or the negative, you know, those things that hold us back. So they think more in possibilities, and uh, they're just on the bright side of things. That's what I think of when I think of optimistic people. Yeah, absolutely. And I love what you said about the possibilities. You know, I'm going to dive into that a little bit more as we progress in this uh, podcast. But that is so absolutely true. You know, uh, positive people, they're constructive and they're effective with their time. And we'll go into that a little bit more as we go on why that is. Um they look for the tools that they need to be successful. So they look around and, and who can help me and, and who could I partner with? And if I don't have the knowledge, who can help me get that knowledge so that I can get better at what I do? Um, so they always look to improve. They never stop learning. Um, and the other thing that they have, they are having a laser sharp focus. Um, and that in itself, uh, that focus really that one leads to action. You know, they can't help but taking action. And what really changes things is taking action. And taking action is critical if we want to achieve our goals. 
you know, that's really, you know, action, t- taking action t- changes things. Mm-hmm. And so in order to take massive action, which is what positive and optimistic people do, you need to be organized. Okay. And so the more organized you are with time, the more action you take, which means you get more done. And so one leads to the other. Uh, so usually, you know, when you focus on task completion, which is what optimists do, they eventually achieve the goals. And sometimes what we get lost in is trying to work on or focus on perfection. And then that holds us back and so stops us from taking action. Optimists, they focus on task completion. They're always on the go. Uh, and eventually, because of their massive action taking, they achieve their goals. I really like your definitions on that, Christoph. And I kind of think, well, I guess my ideal client, I should also describe as optimi- op- sorry, optimistic. <laughs> you know, I, I think, you know, they definitely want to learn and grow and they're looking for other people to, to learn more from and to collaborate with. And, and they're also um, taking action. And I even have in my, um, in my, some of my, what I've defined is um, they take purposeful action is actually something mm-hmm. I've defined as my ideal client. So this is, I, I didn't think of them as optimistic. So I like, I like this conversation, Christoph. So, and I have a, I have a next question. You know, I want to know why are productive people happier than others? All right. We dabble a little bit. Uh, on that in our last video uh, podcast. So lots of people are are very busy all day long. Um, They're like a hamster on the wheel, you know, just going, 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 going. Um, But at the end of the day, they have not accomplished much. Uh, And what that does leads to unhappiness. It leads to frustration, disappointment. Uh, It leads to quite often negative self-talk. Why bother? You know, I didn't get this done. Why do I bother? Why do I get up tomorrow and try the same thing again? I'm going to just get the same result and, and so forth. And, and that um, happens because they're working on low-value tasks. You know, we talked a little bit about the 80-20 rule and those value tasks in our last podcast. And once you have those emotions uh, happening, you know, unfortunately, they, they're like weed, you know, they, they, they grow and take on a life of their own. And then they stifle the person's activity and their action and their enthusiasm for life and for their business and everything else that comes along with those type of emotions. Um, so what they do, they leave critical tasks undone, you know, and so that task is still there. It just didn't get done. And so that that perpetuates that kind of feeling about disappointment and uh, a failure. That's the bottom line. Um, So deep down, they know that if they did this big task, it would make a big difference in the business. You know, if they focused on the 20% that are vital, that's how they get 80% of the results. So productive people... They don't do that. They usually don't procrastinate. 
Well, sometimes we all do that. Yes, I admit it. I'm guilty as charged here as well. The key is we can't give up. When we do procrastinate and say, no, I'm going to do this right now, make sure we move this uh, important task to another time on our schedule so it doesn't get forgotten. Okay? But the productive people and the optimistic people, they know that they need to take action on the high-value task first and complete them first because the payoff is so much, much bigger. Yeah, I think, you know, the, um, what you're talking about, I see so much in people all around in, you know, obviously I'm around a lot of entrepreneurs and, and business owners, but I just see it all over the place that, that we're just so busy. And I think a lot of people get caught up in the busy work. Mm -hmm. And I think what you're talking about is so important about, you know, getting something done and having a different feeling versus feeling on the hamster wheel, feeling accomplished and, and proud of, of what you've done and feeling like you are moving forward. And, and all that work you did is, is benefit is benefiting you and, and the people that it benefit the other people that it benefits. So mm -hmm. I think what you're talking about is, is so important and, a lot of people can really use this advice. So I'm glad you're sharing it. So, you know, what, what can we do to be better at this and to kind of change that busyness into productivity? Well, thanks for asking. I think the good part about this is that optimism is a learnable trait. It's just like time management. It's something we can actually learn. We're not born with it. Okay. And especially since we live in such a negative society, you know, we have to make concerted effort to uh, separate us from the negative. Um, so, but we can learn that, okay? It takes time, it takes effort, it takes concentration, and it takes, oh, here comes the word, discipline. <laughs> uh, people don't like the word, you know, and... <laughs> But that's really the bottom line. It takes self-discipline. Uh, we have to adopt qualities of an optimist. And that will increase our productivity and our positivity. Um, and again, we have to start thinking like an optimist. Well, I, I think that's really eye-opening that you say that it's a learned an adopted trait that we can we can become optimistic because I think a lot of people and I I know that I've thought this before that certain people are born optimistic and other people are are not as much so I'm really excited to hear that you say it is a learnable skill so so what are maybe some steps or some things we can identify um, to to learn that optimistic behavior. Okay, let's dive right in. Um, I think one key element is we have to try to eliminate negativity from our life as much as possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are inundated and we are surrounded with negative stuff. Unfortunately, our news reports usually focus on negative stuff, uh, not on positive. Mm -hmm. So one thing we can do is limit ourselves to the exposure of negative stuff, also limit ourselves uh, our exposure to negative people 
you know, because negative people can really pull us down. That's very simple and easy to do. So that's something very concrete we can do. Um, then I'd like to look at four behaviors of optimistic people. An optimist constantly thinks and talks about his or her goals. Wow, yes. And we had an, uh, did an episode on the goal-setting idea. So if you think and talk about what you want in your life, in, in your business, you eventually get it. You know, so happy and successful people, they talk about this. They know what they want and why. There's a big important word in here, why. There's a saying that says, if the why is big enough, the how will happen. Mm. So what steps do we need to take? So they only talk about this. So they really are in, in their entire life, their existence is about their goals and they want to accomplish them and how they want to accomplish them. And that leads to motivation and motivation leads to action, like I talked about uh, earlier before. And doing that can totally change your life. Second, you want to look for the good in every person. You know, the whole idea of the law of attraction, I'm sure you've heard all that, heard that before. What you focus on is what you pull, attract back into your life. If you dwell on negativity, you're going to get more of it. If you dwell and focus on positivity, you're going to get attract more of it. And like my mentor, uh, Brian Tracy, says in an analogy, he uses a dimmer switch. When you put it all the way up, it's bright. When you do it all the way down to the bottom, it's slow. It's like a mental dimmer, you know, that we can use. When it's all the way up, we're happy, we're positive, we're enjoyable, we're capable, we're motivated. And when we're down, it's negative, irritable, frustrated, and we are usually our worst version of ourselves. Okay. So the mental state changes constantly, depends on, on our thoughts and on our focus. So if we can make a concerted effort to focus on the positive and limit our exposure to negative, then we can really keep that dimmer up high. So I... I I totally get this and I totally love what you're saying. And I absolutely love talking about goals. I definitely do look for the good in every person, but we all have those days where we just don't feel like we're, we're our dimmer switches down for whatever reason. Uh, we just all, all, I think experience some dark days. So how do we keep it bright? You're right. We all have those moments. It's it's not dwelling on them and not letting us get pulled down further and further and further. I think that's the key of it. How can we get back out of it? So, you know, a, an optimist always learns from a valuable lesson from a setback. The, the, the pessimist goes, oh, poor me. Oh, here it happens again. You know, it's, uh, well, then we start blaming and whatever. The, the optimist looks, okay, that was not cool. So what can I do about that? What do I learn from it? You know, uh, and then take action, massive action from, from that mistake, from that setback. Um, and always look for the good in a person. 
you know, until you get to the point where there's really nothing left to find that's good in that person. And unfortunately, there are a few people like that. But also when we focus and look at the good in a person and we talk to that person about what we see in them, the good we see in them, that lifts that person up. And who knows, sometimes that can change that person's life. Um, I've seen it happen before. So feed your mind with positive material, um, you know, great books to read. Uh, always expect the best. Always expect success. Keep trying new things. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another one that I love is the whole idea of rewards. Create a reward system. Optimists understand this, and that's why they're so productive and positive. You know, so they give themselves reward. Okay, if I do this, I'm going to get a chocolate bar. Or if I do this, I'm going to ice cream. Or if I do this, I get to sit on my favorite couch and relax and watch a movie or whatever it is. You know, um, what then happens then eventually, the subconscious mind is trained to want that reward. And as we all know, 95% of everything we do is driven by the subconscious mind. So we definitely want to have the subconscious mind on our side. I just think what you just said was infinitely powerful. I mean, to talk about how do we get to our subconscious mind and train it to be and do what we want it to, to have happen for us. I mean, you just gave us, I can't tell you how big of a, a, a key to success you just shared. I'm, my mind is blown, Christoph. That was, I mean, I've done a lot of personal development work and I've, and, you know, we all have our, you know, our, our things that we have to go over and, and that, and that subconscious mind that is trying to keep us safe and we have to let it, uh, we have to retrain it in some way to, to allow it to give us opportunity that we want to grow and do something different and to be the next best version of ourselves and to get where we want to go. You gave us a huge key and secret to retraining that subconscious brain, which is so hard to do sometimes. And, uh, I'm just, I'm just like, wow. So, um, Incredible, incredible. I so enjoyed this topic today, Christoph. I think you shared some amazing nuggets that um, I know that I'm going to go back and listen to this podcast again, and I'm going to share it with everyone that that I know and care about because this is just such important information you shared today. So with that, I think it's time for us to wrap it up. Uh, you know, remember that uh, you can reach out to Christoph and he will do a, a complimentary session as someone who is a listener to his podcast, uh, reach out and uh, connect with Christoph. And it's just amazing what he can do for you and your business. So Christoph, do you want to give us some closing thoughts and comments? Uh, yes. Thank you very much, Miley. Um by now you know that I like to quote my uh, mentor and teacher, Brian Tracy. And he says, you're internally impelled or motivated to engage in the habit 
because your subconscious mind wants the reward. Um, to go back to the reward system I was talking about. And that is so incredibly powerful and, and, and helpful. And then there's a couple of books I would highly recommend if you want to dig deeper into this. One is, of course, very well known, The Power of Positive Thinking by Dr. Norman Peel. Absolutely fabulous book. Uh, and the other one is Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude by nobody else but Napoleon Hill. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll all see you next week. That's all for now. Thanks for listening to another episode of Better Life, Better Business with Business and Brian Tracy Certified Time Management Coach, Christoph Nauer. Join us each week for answers to your questions on how to best harness the power of time management strategies and systems to grow your business. Speaking of questions, got some? Message us and we'll be sure to give you answers on an upcoming episode. This episode was brought to you by Balance 6, the leading business and time management company in Northern California. Visit them at balance6.biz. Better life, better business.